You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. This is episode 54. Now, this episode's kind of a bit of an impromptu episode. It was very unplanned until about maybe 24 hours ago, but I'm joined by my beautiful friend, Elise. Elise encourages, inspires, and educates those with the drive to improve their mental and physical health by building a sustainable future for themselves with mind, body, and a soul approach. And Elise is a great friend of mine, an Insta buddy. And I had to reach out to her and she reached out to me and we were like, Hey, let's record a podcast episode about what's going on in the world right now. Elise, welcome. Oh my goodness. Isn't it crazy at the moment? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) It is really, really crazy. And I know that you and I have so many similar passions and you've been on the podcast before. So for those who don't know, if you would like to check out Elise's podcast, you'll just have to scroll all the way back to one of the earlier podcast episodes. She's episode number 12. But today we're not talking necessarily about what you normally do for work, which is train amazing people and get into the physical body, but talking a little bit more about what's going on with COVID-19 and how we're feeling in the world right now. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, I kind of held it together for so I feel like I had it to, held it together for so long when I say so long, you know, like two weeks. And then I reckon in the last 48 hours, literally like maybe a day before I called you, I just felt like, Whoa, even, I mean, I feel like now I'm pretty good at keeping that little bubble around myself, but it even penetrated my kind of out of, out of sphere. It really got to me. And I just thought, I can't imagine what it must feel like to a lot of people in the world and a lot of women in the world who, you know, have kids or have high pressure jobs or don't necessarily have the tools and the skills to protect themselves. And that's why I was like, I should call Gemma. We should do something. (laughs) (laughs) And here we are. Um, impromptu episode of the Well Woman podcast. Now, before we jump into everything we're going to talk about today, because we are going to talk about, you know, what we've been told to do with COVID-19, what we are doing. We're going to talk about support, how we can support ourselves. We're also going to dive into a little bit about some of the topics and things that, you know, we can literally do that's going to help keep us balanced and connected in these chaotic times. And I don't know about you, but I'm feeling quite turbulent. So before we jump into it, let's just take a few long, deep breaths. And I know Elise wants to take us through a bit of breath work, which is going to be amazing. So what I want you to do, if you're listening to this, which clearly you are, if you're hearing my voice, (laughs) is I want you to stop what you're doing, whether you're driving in the car, walking, um, playing with the kids, cooking dinner, whatever it is, I want you to just stop. And if you can't stop, press pause and come back to this, but stop. I want you to get ready to close your eyes down and just get really comfortable in your seat or your stance, wherever you are. I want you to take a nice long inhale and a calming exhale. Let's do another one of those. A nice slow inhale and an ahhing exhale. Now take one hand and place it on your heart. 
the other hand and place it on your room space, your navel, your belly. And I want you to take one final long deep breath in before I pass it over to Elise to take us through a little bit of cool, funky breath work to bring us into our bodies is take another long, slow inhale, filling up your heart space, expanding your belly and a sighing, relax, relaxing, letting go exhale. Oh, you might want to stretch your neck a little bit, drop your chin to your chest, bring yourself back to where you are, maybe with your eyes closed or eyes open. And Elise, it's over to you for some breath work. Please, babe, take us through it. Okay, so what I want you guys to do is I want you to really concentrate on that connection between the heart that sits on your chest. And as you just slowly breathe, I want you to draw circles. It can be clockwise or anti-clockwise. It's really whatever feels comfortable for you. And as the hand moves up and around, you want to breathe in and it moves down and under, you want to breathe out. So it's breathing in as it goes up and around and then breathing out as it goes down and in. And again, in, breathing up and around and down, breathing out and in. So we're really concentrating on nice slow circles, connecting the palm of your hand with your chest and with your breathing and that, that point right over your chest and your heart. So breathing in, up and around, and breathing out, down and around. In, up and around, breathing out, down and around. Couple more in your own time. Now we're going to take our concentration into the hand that sits over the womb or into the belly. We're going to do a similar motion, but this time we're getting a little bit more specific in that we want to move that hand clockwise. So we move across the colon, which runs through the top of the belly and then down and around. So moving clockwise, because this moves with our natural digestion. So we're breathing in across the belly and down, and then we breathe out below the belly and up. Breathing in across the belly and down, breathing out across the belly and up. Breathing in, across the belly and down. Breathing out, across the belly and up. Really trying to concentrate on when you breathe in. You're trying to expand into that space that runs from your belly, down through your belly button into your lower abdomen. Breathing in, across and down. Breathing out, across and up. A couple more in your own time. Then letting go of the circular motion and just breathing normally, so nice slow breaths. What we're gonna move into next is rhythmic breathing. So we're just gonna take 10 slow breaths where we're gonna breathe in for the count of three and we're gonna breathe out for the count of three. And this way what happens is we take ourselves out of that parasympathetic nervous system and put us back into that relaxed state. If you don't already have your eyes closed, I highly recommend closing your eyes because when you close your eyes, you take the stimulation away from your occipital lobe where fight or flight sits and we bring it back into the body. Another good suggestion too is making sure that you're grounded through your feet. So spread your toes out, feel through the earth, feel all four corners of feet from the heels into the toes, the little toe through to the big toe. And then when you're ready, we're going to start our rhythmic breathing. So we're going to breathe in for one, two, three, 
breathe out one two three and again in two three and out two three and in two three and out two three and again in two three and out two three halfway there in two three and out two three and slow it down a little in two three and out two three and again in two three and out two three one more in two three and out two three relax your palms into your lap relax your breathing and just take a moment slowly open your eyes if you like and hopefully we're all feeling a little bit more grounded and centered <laughs> Gemma how are you feeling I'm definitely feeling calmer that's for sure <clears throat> it's amazing what 10 breaths can do and it doesn't take long at all right and I I really know that if you're listening to this and you're feeling in the past week specifically, or even maybe the last 48 to 36 hours, you've felt turbulent, overwhelmed, confused, frustrated, scared, angry, fearful. Oh, what's another word? I was going to say confused again because I know I felt confused <laughs> a fair few times. Completely, utterly out of routine. Yeah, really thrown, like everything's kind of like manic, a little bit, mm. a little bit of mayhem that coming back to your breath is one of the most important things you can do. And it's so easy to do. And mm. I know that with all the, the clients that I've been working with and everyone in the well Woman Academy, and I'm sure you're seeing this in the surf style trainer too, is that when we become overwhelmed and stressed and fearful, we literally start to live above the line, which is in our heads rather oh. than below the line, which is in our heart. And 100%. the breath brings you back into your body. Mm. I yeah. find that when, I find that if, when I don't concentrate on my breath and being present in my body, I really, I really actually miss out on all the amazing little things that are happening around me. And so it then just exacerbates all the crazy stuff that's going on. And all suddenly all you're focusing on is the chaotic, terrible stuff. And you're actually missing the gorgeous little gems. Like, Mm. Yes, don't get me wrong. This COVID-19 thing is, it is life disrupting in so many ways, emotionally, financially, physically. But, and dare I say it, because some people may be listening thinking, oh my goodness, how can you say this? But everything has a silver lining. And I really feel like COVID-19 and this pandemic and even the bushfires that came before for us in Australia, I really feel like the silver lining is, it is saying to us, it's time to reassess. It's time to slow down. It's time to take a look at where you're putting your energy and concentration and time, where you're putting it in your life. And 
and how can we reconnect with ourselves and mother nature and people around us a bit more? Mm, you're, you're spot on. And it's one reason why when you rang me <clears throat> the other day, literally, when was it Tuesday we spoke? Yeah. I was like, we need to do a podcast episode about this because between both yourself and I, um, with our certain types of expertise and working with women mm. um, and men too, I know there's lots that we can offer to help guide and support. So I thought, let's chuck together this episode impromptu um, coming out on a Friday, which I never release podcast episodes on a Friday, but <laughs> let's talk about first question is what have we been told to do to support ourselves, protect ourselves with the madness that's going on with COVID-19 versus what we actually are doing. Mm. I mean, I mean, obviously everyone knows now, wash your hands. That's, it's actually quite incredible because when this started coming out, I was like, wow, that is something that technically everyone knows, wash your hands. Everyone knows good hygiene, but when do we actually slow down enough to wash our hands for more than a minute so that it's actually effective? And all of a sudden the world is being like, this is something we need to do. So mm. everyone knows about washing our hands. We all know about social distancing, which for those of us who may get um, energy and a recharge from being socially connected, that can make things even harder in this situation. That's something that I feel like a lot of people will be struggling with, especially if they love human connection. Uh, and then um, doing things like, you know, sneezing or coughing into your elbow. <laughs> I think my shoulders started hurting from doing that because I'm having to like lift my elbow all the time. I have Especially really, in public. Pardon? Especially doing that in public. I'm even finding that, I don't know about you, but I'm a giant sneezer. Like I love sneezing. You know how they like say- Really big? Yeah, like really big. You know how they say that sneezing is like an eighth of an orgasm? I keep hoping I'm going to sneeze eight times in a row. It's never happened yet, but I thoroughly enjoy it when I do it just once. And now all of a sudden I'm like, I'm going to burst a blood vessel because I can't sneeze. <laughs> I know. I feel, I'm feeling exactly the same way. And it's funny what you mentioned about the washing of your hands because for and social distancing between the two of those, when I'm talking to my family members on the phone at the moment, I'm ending with, I love you, wash your hands, don't breathe in other people's sneezes and sneeze, sneeze only for yourself. <laughs> like that's how I'm like ending phone calls right now is because I do. I love you. I want you to wash your hands. I want you to not breathe in other people's sneezes. And if you want to sneeze, I want you to sneeze to yourself. Yeah. Great reminders. It's an awesome. I think everyone should change their voicemail to that. <laughs> Can you imagine if everyone did that? That would be hilarious. Now let's talk about social distancing because yes. I know you and I have already talked about this the other day, mm. but what are your, like, what's your view on social distancing for myself? I have chosen right now to self isolate. Mm -hmm. My brother is due to get married in a couple of weeks and I chose to self isolate, not because I feel like I'm in danger or I'm feared about getting COVID-19, but I'm not wanting to be a carrier. I don't want to spread or contribute yeah. to the spread of COVID-19, maybe damaging and challenging other people in our community. Most importantly, my parents. Mm -hmm. um, and I really want to make sure that I'm not contributing in any way, shape or form. So I'm self-isolating and distancing myself as much as possible. I'm not stupid. If I need water, I will go and buy water. But... <laughs> 
Um, but I'm just literally re- restricting myself um, from going out really if I don't need to. Mm. So I was going to say, don't forget the toilet paper. We all need toilet paper apparently. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> my best friend Amber is living with me right now and literally she went to four supermarkets yesterday to buy toilet paper. She's also self-isolating. We have a little isolation cocoon. She isolated, yeah. I isolated together. We have an isolation cocoon and um, it sounds bizarre and funny, but it's true. It's quite funny. I'm just imagining the movie Cocoon, to be completely honest. Isolation Cocoon. Um, But when it comes to toilet paper, she went to four stores yesterday to buy Mm. toilet paper and she came back with tissues and some baby wipes. And I was like, dude, we're restricting ourselves. We are now on two-ply only. She's like, how do you shit with two-ply of paper? I was like, dude, work it out because we're running fast out of leaves. Okay, I'm going to tell you something that is going to revolutionise your world. And I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised that you're not onto this because you just went to India. Um, oh, the washing. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I've been washing my ass for like, I reckon it have to be 12 months every morning because I'm a morning pooer. That's when I like to poo. That's just when it decides to come out. I will get up. I will fill my little jar of water with warm water because I can tell you now when you wake up first thing in the morning, if you pour cold water on your ass, it is going to be the biggest fright of your life. So my suggestion, warm water. And you have your towel. And yes, it is your bum towel. Do not use it to dry your hands. <laughs> this is like, that would be the antithesis of hygienic. But I literally, I do a poop and I wash my bum. And then I dry my bum. And then I use toilet paper to wipe from front to back if I've done a number one. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I know people love the idea of not having to touch their ass, but... A sustainable practice would be to not use it at all to wipe your bum. And, you know, it also means that you don't have to panic about all the panickers out there who are shopping for toilet paper. Um, when you touched on so- social isolation, I, and I told you this earlier, I actually have a wedding technically to go to this Friday. And the day that this episode comes out, actually literally the day this episode comes out. So I was supposed to be at my cousin's wedding who I dearly, dearly love, but I chose myself and my partner chose not to go because I reckon for the last week and a half, I have been absolutely torn, but in my heart of hearts, I listened to my intuition and it was saying to me, do not go. I mean, I have a father who is, is okay now, but his, his um, health is compromised. He has two stints. He smoked for 30 years of his life. He's had um, throat cancer before. And it's not, it's not even about me. I feel like I would get through it. We would be okay. But it's more about the fact that who could I unwittingly pass it on to? I have clients. I have a 16-year-old boy that I train with his friends. He has two sisters that have compromised immune systems. I don't want to pass it on to them. So... For me, a big thing I've been, I suppose, telling people or explaining to people is the importance of not passing it on. One of the biggest things about this virus is it is a ghost virus. For 14 days, there is an incubation period where people are completely asymptomatic. And even if they have it, they're not necessarily going to get in any symptoms at all. That includes children. I know people are saying that kids don't get sick, but they are still carriers, which means they can still pass it on to people and i think that's what people are i think that's what people are forgetting unfortunately australia has this incredible ability to go she'll be right we're super tough maybe it's because we were 
brought up from, you know, criminals and convicts. So we are a little bit thicker skinned. It's great. But in this situation, it's actually not helpful. This Mm. is a situation where we need to go, okay, we are all in this together. How can we support our neighbors, our friends and our family? And that's, that's the decision I've made. So um, with my business, I do have probably about 20 to 25 hours a week where I'm normally face to face with clients. And in the coming weeks, I've had conversations with them and we've discussed, okay, if you go up to, cause we're in Torquay, so we're about an hour and a half from big population. And for those who are um, listening, who have no idea where that is, that's in Victoria, <laughs> Australia on the coastline on yeah. the, the Western, I guess you could say the Western side of the Victorian coastline. I mean, we have 17,000 people in this area, yes, but we're all very, we're all quite spread out, you know, like a lot of people, we don't sit on top of each other. Yeah. Um, but we've, the, the conversations I've had with my clients is that if they want to continue training, it's obviously, if you feel sick, don't come in. If you have been overseas in the last two, three weeks, don't come in. If you've been around someone else who's been overseas and hasn't had the common decency to quarantine, don't come in. And if you feel like you are concerned about me passing something on, by all means, tell me, we'll cancel, don't come in. Because Mm. as much as um, finances are obviously important in this crazy economical run world that we live in, there's not much point in thinking about economy if you end up dying or passing something on to your grandma or your grandpa and they end up passing away. I don't think you'd be concerned about your income then if you had to say goodbye to them. So Mm. that's my stance on that is pretty, I must say sometimes I come across um, perhaps quite stern and aggressive, but it's something I feel really, really passionate about. And when people say to me, but I need to make money, I kind of say, honestly, get a bag of rice, some peas, and some veggies, you'll be okay for two weeks. You know, mm. it's, that's how I kind of feel about it. And uh, there's so many little points in all of that, because that might bring in some fear for people about like, Oh, well, I'm afraid to go here and go there because I might catch it or I might pick it up or mm. you don't know that you're picking it up. And I, I think an important point around this is um, a girl that I follow online um, who's in America. She's a very healthy human very healthy. She has a cooking show and everything. She's quite healthy. Mm. And she has COVID-19. No way. Yep. She's late thirties. And um, <coughs> I just coughed into my elbow, everyone <laughs> waiting for a round of applause. <laughs> okay. <go on. laughs> um, yeah. And like she, she's got COVID-19. So she's in quarantine and yeah. It goes to show that I know that they're saying that a lot of, regardless of your health and your age, that if you're in the bracket of, you know, middle age to younger, you, and are generally healthy, you've got like far less chance. Mm. But what, what we don't understand is that it's a novel virus. So we don't really know a lot about it. And yep. so the only time we know more about it is over periods of time and we don't have the time right now. So mm-hmm. If you're thinking about isolating or you're like, oh, that's a load of BS, Mm. just think about the people around you that you see and you spend the most time with. Think about how you feel like your health might be impacted, but then also think about the people around you. How is their health going to be impacted? And I know in Australia, we're not like Italy yet. We're not like Spain. We don't have lockdown. 
at this stage whilst this is being recorded. But it escalates so fast, right? Like that's what they're saying. It's like overnight, I think Italy, when we're recording this, Italy has just hit 3,000 have passed away. 3,000. 3,000. So it's jumped wow. in a couple of days from 2,000 to 3,000 people. And this is the thing. And yes, they are a slightly more condensed population, but they also have one of the best healthcare systems in the world. Mm. And that's a big they thing. Do. Like, is that if everyone gets sick at the same time and we just walk around doing the same old shit and we don't think about it, what happens is all of a sudden it explodes, our health system is overwhelmed. And that is where a major problem lies. We do not have enough people, enough beds, enough services, services, excuse me. And surfaces. Be careful surfaces, your surfaces. Wipe your surfaces. <laughs> we don't have enough of those things to take care of the amount of people that could be critical. And I think they're saying at the moment, it's like one to 2% critical. Mm. One to 2% of 10, okay, is not much. One to 2% of, I think we have 25, billion in, 25 million in Australia. That's a lot of people in hospital at one time. Yeah, it is. So that's why it's important. Well, let's let's switch gears because yes, let's. I like we could easily just rant and talk about this particular topic. I know, but I like you. I want to be proactive. I want to think about what we can do to help ourselves emotionally, physically, yeah. mentally. Yeah. Now let's let let's definitely talk about that. I'll share a story and then let's dive into. I love story time. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 it is that like we can be doing to support ourselves but then more importantly our loved ones now I was away over the weekend and I had a quite a stressful morning on Tuesday I woke up I went to bed Monday night thinking shit I should probably buy some groceries I am not at home I currently don't have a car I'm between cars so I rely on public transport I own my bicycle which I love Public transport, my worst nightmare. <laughs> um, so I, I was in a bit of panic. I felt very turbulent inside. I yeah. was anxious. I was nervous. I was stressed. And I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. I didn't feel good in my body at the yeah. time. I started to feel a little bit nauseous. And so this built a bit of overwhelm in, in me. And luckily I had someone who was really beautiful to kind of help calm me and rationalize and help talk it through. But if you're experiencing this yourself, it's important to understand how your body's reacting. So in the Well Women Academy right now, I'm seeing a lot of people are saying that they're feeling bloated, they've got constipation. They're all signs of tension, all mm -hmm. signs of anxiousness, nervousness, stress. Yeah. And I was freaking constipated a little bit. I was a little bit bloated. So what Nothing are the person being backed up? I know, right? <laughs> Especially when you just want to let go, let go of yeah. the tension, let go of the stress. So what, yeah. Lise, I know you've got like the bag of goodies, babe. What are some things that we can do to support ourselves? Firstly, let's focus on what we can do for ourselves and then yeah. what we can do for our loved ones. And this opens up a really big can of worms because there's so much we can do. But let's just yeah. start with the things we can control. Yeah, without... Without like, you know, because I lit, like you said, we could literally go on for hours. And that's something that I, that we plan on doing is sharing all this mm -hmm. information down to the T, you know, even providing you with the ultimate isolation day for your mental, physical health. Um, <laughs> but right now the basics, and it's, it's amazing. It's great that you mentioned that story because even for people like you and me, who may look like we've got it all together last two nights I've been up till one in the freaking morning. I am a, I am a 
10 o'clock sleeper. Like I'm asleep at 10 and I've been sleeping at 1.30 and then waking up at 6 a.m. in the morning, absolutely wired, but wired in all the wrong ways. So mm. I even had to remind myself of this. So without a doubt is keeping a solid sleep routine you need to you need that to maintain your mental physical health because sleep is when you it's one it's when your body recovers but two it's when your brain gets to defrag so keep in mind you're probably going to have some wicked dreams <laughs> because that means that your 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 mental your mind is just going okay i'm trying to make sense of everything but it is also one of the most important things you can do so mm-hmm. you know that is like going to bed getting in bed at a regular time making sure that you get away from definitely get away from the news if you find that you're not seeing all the good things on social media get away from social media you know i mean the things like what we're doing here awesome that's great things to tune into but i suggest just before bed just like disconnect for at least an hour i know they say two hours but i'm saying at least an hour before bed that's what books were made for people not books on screens books with paper Um, (laughs) yeah and then make sure that you've got a wake-up time you know a specific wake-up time i in an ideal world would say don't have your phone in your bedroom but i know it's not an ideal world and i know that we use phones regularly there is a sleep timer app on your phone if you don't have a special wake time and you want it to be easy to wake up set that sleep timer on give it the time frame you want to wake up in and it will wake you up when you are least, when you're furthest away from your REM cycle, which is your deepest cycle. So 100% mm. sleep is the first one. The second one I recommend is you need to stay active and keep moving. I know a lot of people are working from home, right? You and I do, have done this for a while. Like we work from home. The problem is, is when you start working from home, you sit on your ass for too long. You start yawning. You get the nods. Procrastination. Pardon? procrastination procrastination ultimately netflix is my best friend and my worst nightmare because it is so easy for me to go i'm just going to put a show on in the background i get nothing done and six hours later of a tv show i have not moved an inch so you need to set a timer move every hour get up walk around walk through the garden walk on the balcony and do some stretches i saw a video the other day right and in italy because all their, their balconies are really close they're out on the balcony and there's like 30 people on all their balconies singing Black Sabbath. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was also the most entertaining thing. There was another one where a guy was on the top of his building and he's doing star jumps. So he's holding like a training session and there's all these people on these little balconies doing star jumps. How and cool like, is that? Yes, this is so good. Do shit like that. Get up and move. There are so many options. I mean, if you want at-home training, I have the Surf Style Training website. I may be offering a lovely little discount for those of you who are concerned about finances. This site has literally 24-plus workouts, all guided. If you can't afford that or you don't want to commit to that, there's also free workouts. There are so many options in this digital age. Keep mm. moving. Like, are you doing anything at home at the moment movement-wise? Yeah, so for me, I generally like to move already. And if you follow yep. me on Instagram, I've declared to dance every day whilst I'm isolating. So good. Um, and encouraging everyone to just put one song on once once a day. It go, like a song is like what these days? Like three, four minutes? Yeah, like, literally. Unless, unless it's John Butler and it's like 12. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a live performance. Yeah. Um, and just play the music loud and dance. No matter what time of the day, it is the best suits you and your routine. But sticking to your routine is really important. And dancing is like one of my favorite ways to move. Um, I'm also doing other styles of movements in the sense of I'm gardening. Yeah. So that alone is moving your body. I think stretching yeah. is really important. I definitely did like two or three hours of stretching yesterday whilst I was kind of working at the same time. And this morning I did a little body, uh, body weighted um, kind of not gym workout, but yeah, workout at home and yoga where I can. Um, I'm also really fortunate, even though I'm isolating and I'm not going anywhere else apart from the beach. So yeah. I get on my bike, I ride my bike to the beach, I lock my bike up. I literally don't touch anything except for sand and water and my bike. So that's actually really good you mentioned that because one thing I've realized about that and I, this and I kind of feel like the universe is maybe sending us a message, this coronavirus can last a couple of days on hard surfaces, desks, glass, metal, plastic, wood, yes, but you know, we're talking about wood that isn't outside, like not a tree. But you go to the beach, you go to the bush, you go to the ocean, you're, you're pretty much okay. So I feel like this is like a, this is a, come on guys, if you can get outside, get outside. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's a pretty clear message. Yeah. And like, I'll just vouch for you, all your stuff that if you haven't done one of Elisa's like workouts before, you need to do them. And even if you just go and like get a little sneak peek, go to her Instagram and check them all yeah. out because I love freaking seeing them. I get they're not, they're not hardcore. Like they, I mean, you have stuff that's yeah, great for the more advanced people, but the great thing is I made sure there was a selection of non body weight exercises and they can be as long or as short as you like. You know, it's the great thing about home workouts and home videos. You don't even need equipment, man. You so don't. Two like cans, you just use your I'm body. Sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure everyone has stocked up on cans. So just grab two cans and you can use those. Actually, let's, that's a really good um, segue. Yeah. Let's talk about food. Yes. Um, in my little flippant moment on Tuesday, I, <laughs> I, um, I, I did go to the supermarket and I got paid out because I, or made fun of, because I didn't want to touch a lot of things, but. I feel like um, that's a very, very smart thing to do. I know, I know. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, yeah, literally flour, the whole flour aisle was empty. No toilet okay. paper, yeah. no rice or pasta. It was all gone, but there was yeah. lots of fresh vegetables and fruits, like fully stocked. So yeah. what are some ways that we can support ourselves food wise? Um, is it wise, I'm using that word again, but is it wise for us to like stock up on food and what are some like core simple steps and tips that could help? Oh, look, like, so this is, this is one. It's a that, big topic. Um, I know, but just give us like three. Like, yeah. Three it's, the most look, important. I think, so I think the three things to remember in this is despite the fact that the government is saying we've got food supply, we've got food supply. I don't think we're going to run out of food. To me, that is not the thing. To me, the thing is, if you're trying to limit your contact with people and surfaces, then I, I actually don't think it's a bad thing to have a bit more food than you normally would. So as far as that, is it bad to stock up thing? No, I don't think it's a bad thing to stock up. Don't be ridiculous about it. Be realistic. But I don't think it's a bad thing to stock up. The second thing is what you're stocking up on. People are buying things like pasta, canned foods, um, Frozen, frozen foods are not bad if it's fresh foods, not your TV dinners, your dim sims, your mini pies, 
you are, <laughs> it's like, I feel like anyone who's listening to this probably has the, the, the common sense to realize that dim sims and meat pies and canned food aren't going to have nearly as much nutritional value as even frozen veg or frozen peas or your fruit and veg in the fruit and veg are right like i brought six kilos i wanted to buy of what i brought less of carrots yes to juice them yes juice in the fridge yeah and then also cut the carrots up and anything that's excess yeah i do this with lots of veggies i just pop them in the freezer and they generally get used within a few months and you know what's great about this too is it's sustainable so mm. we have, uh, I mean, obviously we have a massive veggie garden, so we're growing a lot of stuff, but there are things Jealous that we can the veggie garden, by the way. That's okay. We'll do a tour one day. Um, <laughs> but one of the things, so I actually just did a, re- a video recently because what I realized is one of the things that was shitting me is that one, people were buying food that's not nutri- doesn't have a high nutritional value at all. So it's not going to help them fight the virus. It's not going to keep them healthy. And when your body is not getting the nutrition nutrients it needs, it does affect your mental health. So it's also going to bring you down in that side of things. So I actually did a video and um, we can always include the link in the podcast, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Let's do that. Yeah. So um, I did a video and I explained a couple of things, but look for things like pumpkin, whole pumpkins. They last for 12 months in their skin. So you could literally get through an entire fucking apocalypse if you wanted to. And pumpkins are super nutritious, right? Carrots, they last ages and it's a great idea. I'd be getting things like um, seconds fruits, stone fruits, cutting them up and putting them in um, the bags that I got when I got my frozen berries. So you can freeze fruit and veg yourself. If you don't have the time and you don't want to, go for things like frozen peas, frozen vegetables, because at least those things, like it has actually been proven that frozen veggies have a really high nutrient density because they're captured in their first like, few hours of life effectively especially once they've been picked and you freeze them straight away precisely so you know i wanted to do it in a sustainable way so we literally bought a couple of heads of broccoli i headed them topped them up and put them in reusable bags think about what you guys are buying one of my clients actually had a laugh the other day she goes you know what you are going to be so busy after this i'm like why she goes all i see people buying is pasta they're going to be so big and they're going to have to come and train. And I just laughed and I was like, okay, maybe we need to send a message out there to people. Don't sit on the couch and eat chocolate and pasta and meat pies. Make sure you move and eat your fruit and veg because you still can. And you know what's worse? Yeah. Which adds to this equation is that when you're stressed, anxious and overwhelmed, what's the first thing you do? Overeat. Yep. Yeah. And too much and too fast totally and it increases your cortisol levels which then slows down your metabolism so not only are you hitting it from one end you're hitting it from the other end and it's just like this vicious hideous cycle Mm. and before you know it and they are saying we could be kind of dealing with this stuff for six months it may be a reality imagine six months time you're then on the cusp of coming into spring and you look at yourself and you go oh my god i feel like a giant blob because I haven't been doing what I actually should have been doing and maintaining a good, healthy diet and movement. So it really does pay to think about these things and think about where you're investing your time and your money. And I know people go that say that pasta and stuff is really inexpensive. If you bulk buy your fruit and veg and then store it, it's no more expensive than buying a massive pallet of cans. Like, 
literally does not cost any more. And I'm not telling you to go buy organic. I myself don't even buy organic because mm-hmm. I eat a lot of fruit and veg. As long as you wash what you need to, you can eat non-organic fruit and veg right now if it means that you're going to maintain a healthy diet. And I think too, just talking about buying non-organic and washing mm. your fruit and veg is that yeah. regardless of whether it's organic or not right now, wherever you're buying it, I think it's a smart idea to wash your fruit and veg. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just do you use Cassie also? I actually just use apple cider vinegar. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Also a good solution. If anyone is wondering though, apple cider vinegar or Castile soap, Castile soap is a water soluble soap that is safe for ingestion. And I, we like people actually use it to spray on their veggies to bring down like, yeah, I've seen you do that. Mm. Yeah. So Castile soap is a really good option as well. And yes, if you're buying fresh fruit and veg in this quarantine period or whatever's going on, definitely washing them is a smart move because there are people out there who, like me, just sneeze and cough everywhere. <laughs> not that I'm doing it now. Let's be really clear about that. I'm not. She likes it. her orgasmic sneezes. Okay, let her <laughs> let her have her orgasm. Um, and it's funny, like the picture that I put up recently on Instagram was, God, what what did it say? Um, hang on, I have to. I'm going to have to look it up because it was about. Oh yeah, hydrate meditate masturbate oh my god yes that was so funny and i laugh so hard you know i've actually heard that apparently a lot of the sex shop sex shops have been sold out of um vibrators because oh of my this god. really yeah. <laughs> well vibrators for that note actually desensitize and rosie Rees would be very happy i'm sure yeah your vulva, which is like all the areas around your vagina, not just your vagina, because there's so much more. And if you've been listening to this podcast for, podcast for a while, you'll know this because we just spoke about this with Naomi Hutchings and with Vicky J about the, her clip documentary. Um, but yeah, you want to wash your veggies, all right? Yeah. And whilst you're inside and supporting yourself, um, don't go crazy. Like something else I'll say is like reach out to loved ones you know, talk to them on the phone, message them, check in. I did this yesterday and use this as a time to ultimately self-care. Yeah. So I'll share five ways I like to self-care at home and then I'll get you to share five. How does that sound? Perfect. Yeah. Sounds good. So first way I like to self-care at home is when I shower, when I get out of the shower, I love to just, or before one or the other, before or after, is just do a little bit of a face mask and get like my gua sha roller out and then my dermal roller and just take some time to do that. That's self-care mm-hmm. for me. I love that. The second thing is I like to spend time cooking and eating nourishing foods. So that's the second one. The third one is I like to lay in the sun and I'm thankful that it's actually sunny and blue skies at the moment. Mm-hmm. So if it was raining, I would really feel isolated. Yeah. Um, so every day whilst I'm eating my lunch, I'm going out and laying in the sun. If I can work in the sun, I'll do that too. Um, number four is move my body. I'm dancing. Already mentioned that one. Yeah. And then number five is actually taking a little bit of time offline. I feel like I'm spending more time online because people need more help and I'm an online, I run an online business, but I'm also trying to make sure that by a certain time in the evening, I'm clocking off and that yeah, they're the ways that I'm self-caring. Yeah. There's awesome. many others, but they're the, like, they're the main ones. The cool right. ones. What are your yeah. five? Hit me. Um, my five is I'm staying hydrated. I actually can't stand drinking water. I find it exceptionally boring. <laughs> so I drink like 
three pots of tea a day and that's a litre pot. So I make sure that I drink my three pots of tea and, you know, I'll mix it up. A couple of suggestions, nettle, um, lemon balm, um, calendula and calendula. Do you use lemon balm leaves? Yeah, so lemon balm is such an easy herb to grow, which will lead me into my next point. Um, but lemon balm is such an easy herb to grow and it's exceptionally good for clearing um, toxins and viruses and bacteria from the body and the liver. So it is a great one. And like I said, it's like, it's like mint. It grows like a weed. So secondly, what I also love to do is gardening. I will literally just go outside and walk through the garden for like half an hour usually ends up being an hour because when you garden and you grow things there is always something to do but the great thing is you can do it at such a leisurely like relaxed pace and you are instantly connected with mother nature when you do that um thirdly would be breathing and breath work so especially now i find it's really important because one it helps your mental health calms you down like we demonstrated at the start of this podcast but secondly, uh, if we want to relate it back to COVID-19, one of the things about COVID-19 is it affects the respiratory system. Now, if you do breath work for five, 10 minutes a day and work on your lung capacity and your breath and your diaphragm breathing, that will actually help you if you do get it, regardless of whether you're a healthy young person or not, it will help. So that's one I've been doing. Like I do it anyway, but I've been doing more of it. Um, number three is for me at the moment, cause I have a label tear in my hip and I'm recovering that is my mobility exercises, my engagement exercises. So at the moment I'm doing glute engagement and, uh, trigger point release. So those like that, I put that in one package because it's like a cycle of like five, 10 minutes. I do some mobility work. I do my butt engagements and my ass clenching <laughs> and then I get my little ball and I do trigger point work. And that is like self-care because it staves away the pain and the muscle tension. Um, and I do it with just music playing. And again, it's like another form of meditation for me. I'm actually moving, really bad at meditation. Pardon? Like moving meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it is. It's moving meditation. I, I'm sure there's other people out there who are listening, but I suck at meditation. If you're like me, Find something, exactly, find something like stretching or even slow dancing or release work. That can be a form of meditation too. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last one, baths. Fucking baths are my lifesaver. I've been having like one every second day. They are, they are just, they're, they're incredible. I love having a bath and I put like two to three cups of magnesium flakes, some lavender drops. And I just disappear. My husband will be like knocking on the door. He's like, are you alive? And I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> I've still got another half hour. <laughs> so bars would be my number five. Oh, I wish I had a bath at my house. Dude, just get also, a tub. Just get also a tub wish from I a fitted in a bath. and stick it in the backyard. <laughs> could totally do that, actually. You definitely uh, could. Yeah, also wish I could fit in a good size bath. Um, oh, you poor thing. You're too tall. <laughs> I know. I know. The joys of being six foot. So... These are all topics that we could literally yeah. share and talk about for for a long time, and at least one of the like main reasons why you you messaged me and then rang me was because you wanted to really put together something to support people, right? Yeah, and yeah. we came up with an idea, and it's all visioned on literally just being able to give back in some way, shape, or form and support. But do you want to share what it is that we're gonna 
do together? Yeah. So basically after a nice big um, roundabout conversation, uh, we... <laughs> only went, it only went for 90 minutes. It was no biggie. I know. Yeah, but no, I mean, as in roundabout, as in like, you know, full circle, we kind of started really with an did. idea and then integrated and then came back and streamlined it. But where we're at right now is we're looking at combining our forces and our knowledge um, to bring uh, a live chat so uh, you know roughly a one hour live chat and people get to tune in and join in that's you guys listening and effectively what we would do is we start with our grounding breath work again which we demonstrated at the start then we would touch on the the topics and the conversations that are important to all of you listeners out there and important to myself and Gemma the the things that that are really affecting us right now um, and relating that back to self-care and mental care and even community care, I think, as well. It's just important because mm-hmm. we really are all in this together. Um, and we will have, you know, if, if it goes well and you guys love it, we might do another one. But for now, this is like, this is the only one that we have planned. But we want to share and we want to answer your questions and we want to have conversations and then I think, Gemma, you're going to take us through a, a, like a meditation at the end. Yeah, I think basically I don't like we, we run our own program. So we run, I run the Well Women Academy. You run the Surf Style Training. Yeah. If you're already members there, you'll be like, you can literally just come and join us. You'll be getting the links to come and join us as part of inclusion for you. Um, but right now, more than ever, we need support. Yeah. We need all of those things, emotional, nutritional, physical, mental, um, spiritual support. And one of the greatest things about women specifically is that we bond together in community because we've been doing so for for so many centuries really, really well. And Mm. I don't want to call this like a women's circle, but it's a connecting circle and it's it's really just sisters supporting sisters. Exactly. Sisters supporting sisters coming together expressing how we feel sharing the things we're going through and it's really like a live group coaching call Mm. where women have the opportunity to come and connect and hear what others are going through what they're feeling what they're challenged by in the outside world in their like in their self-isolating world in their quarantine world whatever it is that they're doing to be able to come together and ask their questions openly to people who have a lot of experience in the health industry and well-being industry I don't know how many years you've got experience. I've been in the industry for over 14 years now. Yeah, I think it's amazing how quickly the years go. But effectively, I doing this stuff when I was 21, I would say, is when I started. So 12 years. Yeah. So like over a decade, like combined, that's mm. like two and a half decades worth of experience and knowledge. Mm. And we want to be able to share these things with you. So we've decided to put together a live impromptu class in the next few days. So it'll happen in the coming like coming days mm-hmm. um, at an evening time that works in a lot of different time zones to literally structure a call where, yes, I'll guide you through a meditation. You'll get some breath work. You can actually communicate and express how you're feeling with us. You can see us on video. We'll yeah. be talking, communicating, and then we'll be answering your questions, but more importantly, also educating you at yeah. the same time. Yeah, that's a big one for me. I want to make sure, like, we both said this, we both want to make sure that you guys actually get something tangible and useful out of this that can take you into the coming weeks. Mm. Um, And and it's something that you can replicate. And the great thing is, is, like, I mean, because we're going to have the live, 
anyone who uh, decides to join up, if you can't make the actual time, we're going to keep it up so you can then watch it afterwards, which means you could pretty much watch it as many times as you want and as tune into that meditation, which should be brilliant. Yeah, we might even be able to, just thinking out loud, maybe we can snippet the meditation part and the breathwork part that and crop be, it and then put cool. it in um, so that you can just come back and re-listen to that. So you're going to literally join us for, like, we haven't finalised how it's going to work, but I'll just throw it out there and say less than a freaking salad. Like oh, 100%. These days, a salad's like, what, $17? <laughs> yeah, so like for the price, less than a freaking salad. Yeah. You can join us. You will get, I guess, the breathwork and the meditation link so you can re-listen to those. Mm-hmm. Um, a replay, but more importantly, support and a community. So yeah. if you're already a part of either of our programs, you get that as part of it. If you're not a part of it and you come and join us for this live class, you'll get some discounts if you would like onward support to yeah. join our communities. Um, but basically if you're feeling overwhelmed, confused, you know, a little bit of mayhem's going on turbulent, you're feeling like your health in your body is shifting and changing a lot right now. Now's yeah. a good time to actually be vulnerable and say, Hey, look, I need some support. I'm going to mm-hmm. invest in myself for less than a freaking salad to be able to literally it's less than a freaking yoga class actually i know it's so expensive these days i know that's why i haven't gone to a yoga class in so long they're literally like 20 bucks this is like i really do feel like this is the kind of thing that and i mean that's why i came to you because in my mind i was like one i don't want to do this alone because i want someone that i can bounce my ideas off Um, and that's not just about this that's about anything about what's going on in the world i want someone that i can bounce my ideas off and tune in every now and then. And I like to think of it as when you're in a really like comfortable nurturing group of friends and Mm. every single one of them has something incredible to offer. Um, And you're basically going, right, I'm sitting in this big group of friends and this is my issue and I don't know what to do about it. And someone is there to go, Hey, I have a solution. Hey, I have an idea. That is the idea. It's, sisters supporting sisters you know rather than just sitting by ourselves at home twiddling our fingers thinking what the fuck do i do you actually know that there is some someone to talk to somewhere to go so Mm. that's that's all i wanted to do i just wanted to i suppose i just wanted to give back (laughs) yeah so that's what we're doing and if you've enjoyed this podcast episode so far we will i guess this is like a snippet of what it might be yeah Mm. Um, but I hope, um, cause we've definitely gone over time and we could talk about these <laughs> topics forever. That's why we're, I guess we're doing a live class for everyone. Um, a live connecting class that if you are concerned about what's going on in the world right now, reach out to either of us on Instagram, yes. come and say hi. If you have a topic you would love for us to discuss, or you're going to join us for the live class and you want to learn about it. Um, please ask your questions so that we can you know, include all of that in our prepare, preparation for the call. Yeah. But above all right now in this world that we're living in is take every day, day by day, live in the moment and be present in your body, connect with yourself, understand what your body's asking for and above all breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Big so, deep breaths, ladies mm, and gentlemen. And gentlemen, everyone, every, every everyone. Human. Do you have any final closing comments before we, um, we wrap it up and I share with people where they can find you? 
no, I'm feeling really good. Like even just after our conversation like this, I just feel like relief. I just kind of feel like, oh, okay. Okay, good. I'm not alone. I'm mm. okay. We're all in this together. And yeah, I, yeah, I just feel like, I just feel relief to be honest, which is incredible after the last like two weeks of just intensity. You're spot on. I have to write down that note. You are not alone because it's <laughs> true, right? Good reminder. Um, but Elise, thank you so much for just jumping online and joining me for the podcast and just My recording pleasure. something super impromptu. Um, if you have never seen Elise before and you had, don't know where, she, where to find her, I will pop all the links in the show notes so that you can connect with her on Instagram. You can check out her website. Uh, be sure to check out her movement um, and all the free stuff that she offers around that because that's really important. And um, that's pretty much a wrap. But Elise, thanks so much. Everyone, remember to breathe. Um, your body has your back. Yeah, pleasure as always. And we'll see you guys in the live. Yes, next week. Lots of love. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women Podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect, and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister, or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together, we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag Well Women Podcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body, and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle.